Hey there, welcome to Authentically Raw. I'm your host, Jamie Darris. First, I want you to listen to the background. No, I'm not in some quiet, soundproof room. I'm not worried about the background noise whatsoever. In fact, I want you to hear it. I'm sitting outside on my front porch in my rocking chair, trying to slow down. And that is what our podcast is today, all about. So I'm hoping that you can hear the birds. And I don't know, maybe you'll hear an airplane or a car driving by. Our show dog, Roxy, is sitting next to me. I'm hoping she doesn't bark, but if she does, she does. That's it. So I came up with a little acronym for the word slow down because I have a challenge for all of us. I feel it and I know so many people do too because I hear all the time how crazy busy we are and how we rush through life and I think it's time to slow down. So I came up with an acronym. The S is sit, the L, linger, O, observe, W, wait, D for down, discipline, O, own, which I mean own your time, W, wonder, and N, nourish my soul, and you will nourish others. So we'll break those down and talk about them quickly. Ha. The S, sit. That's another thing. When I say quickly, I'm joking because I also jotted down I wanted to write, do you speed this podcast up? Be honest. I do. I speed them all up to at least 1.5 if I can. And yes, sometimes voices sound kind of a little weird, but we have to rush through it, right? So we can get on to the next thing we're listening or it's, it's, it's a race. It's always a race. So please try not to have this at normal speed. So the S in slow down is sit. How often do you sit? And I'm not talking sitting at a desk job, sitting at dinner, sitting in your car, sitting watching sports or whatever activities everybody else is going on. How often do you say, go sit on the front porch and just sit, just because, just sit there. Sit down someplace relaxing in your home and sit and stare. I remember when I was a child, um, my grandparents lived right in the middle of a small town on the main street, and they had a huge front porch with all of these chairs. They were large family, six kids, so there was always people in and out of their house, and the front porch was almost always occupied by someone sitting watching the cars go by, talking about the people that go by. There goes so-and-so, there goes so-and-so. And you'd see all kinds of interesting people driving, walking, but we would just sit. How often do people do that anymore? It's pretty rare. So my L in slow down for linger is the same thing, just linger. How often do we allow ourselves to sit around and linger just a little longer? O is observe, and when you're sitting there, are you observing things? And just with a clear clear mind, or are you always thinking about the next thing you have to do, or what you didn't get done, and making a list? Or do you just observe maybe your surroundings? Like right now, I can see our grass needs to be cut. (laughs) 
but I'm noticing how green everything is. It is May in Michigan, so spring is in full bloom, and I can see our white pear trees, and the crab apple trees are pink, and everything is budding, and the birds are singing, and it's absolutely beautiful to just sit here and observe everything, observe what it smells like. Um, I see the pollen collecting, all of those things, you know, breathe the fresh air. And I think that's another thing. When you sit and you observe, you actually take deep breaths. When's the last time you really thought about your senses? What do things look like right now? What do they smell like? Um, using these things helps us slow down and just notice things because we usually have AirPods in, we're talking on the phone, we're doing so many things at once, we have so many distractions, we don't even notice our surroundings. So observe a little bit more. The W in slow is wait. Just wait. We are reactors and not responders. We are so quick to, I think, at least in my opinion, I find myself, I'm a, I'm a yes girl. I'm quick to say yes. And I don't pause long enough to wait and consider, do I have time to do that? Do I have the energy to do that? Do I want to do that? And that to me is when you pause, that's responding. And it's a huge thing of just slow down and wait, just wait on things. So the D in down is discipline because guess what? This stuff takes discipline. It, I think rushing around is an addiction. We're so used to it. It's an addiction, it's a habit, whatever you wanna call it. And it takes a lot of discipline to not keep signing yourself up for everything and everyone in your family, to not keep piling plans on your to-do list and projects and taking on more work at work than you can handle or other people's stuff. It takes discipline to not live that crazy, frantic, frenzied life. It truly does. The O in down is own, and that is owning your time. And I think that's exactly what, you know, pausing and responding instead of reacting and being disciplined is all about. You really do own your time. Everyone else doesn't, but yet we are pretty notorious for thinking and saying that everybody else owns our time. And it's basically having boundaries and kind of taking your power back for your own time. You really, we all have 24 hours in a day. How we want to spend them, you know, we, it's primarily up to us what we say yes and say no to. So, yes, we do own way more of our time than we think we do. And then the W and down, I had wonder. And I, it makes me think of just the porch scenario. How often do you just sit and wonder and not allow your mind to go to what I said before of what's next? What do I have to do? An airplane goes by. I wonder where they're going. I say this to my kids almost every day. I have no idea why. An airplane flies by. I hear an airplane. Huh, wonder where they're going. And we talk about it. It's kind of pointless conversation, but yet it's not because... I think when we just wonder more in the world, you know, a car drives by, where are they going? What are they doing? I just wonder. There's nothing wrong with that. It's pretty good for our mind because it's kind of senseless thinking. It helps us to stop and slow down. And then the N in slow down is nourish. So I think slowing down is one of the most nourishing things we can do for our soul. 
and for others because when we are living in this you know frenzied state and we are rushing through everything and life is a blur everyone else around us kind of picks up on that we project all of that and pretty soon everybody's stressed and anxious too we have to rush here rush there and I know it gets like this in our house when we're trying to get out the door and it takes a lot of discipline to take a deep breath and slow down and I often ask myself what's the worst thing that's going to happen is it getting there late no what's the worst thing and I don't mean this to be morbid what is the worst thing that's going to happen to me that is death is am I going to die if I don't do this, if I don't show up, if I don't get there on time, no, I'm not. But if I'm out on the road driving 100 miles an hour, rushing around, that could be a possibility. And if I'm living with all this stress all the time that I'm rushing everywhere, well, my chances for all kinds of diseases and health issues also goes up. And yes, that is so proven. So with all of that, the slowdown, I... I knew I had to do this podcast when yesterday on my Spotify playlist, the song, oh, it talks about rushing around. It's, it's an Alabama song, and I have to get it back in my head. Um, how does it go? We rush and rush until life's no fun. All I really got to do is live and die, but I'm in a hurry, and I don't know why. Truly, if that doesn't make you stop and think. All we really have to do is live and die, and we rush and rush until life's no fun. Seriously, pull up the Alabama song. It is so old. Can't say I've listened to Alabama in years, but it is so good, and it is a fantastic reminder. And when I think of rushing around and, you know, the cars, I'm in the country, but about a mile away is a major four-way traffic signal light, and right down the road from that, is a, the fire department. And so there are a ton of car accidents there and I hear sirens at least a couple times a day. And I know when they go to that corner, when I hear them ramp up for about 20 seconds and stop and it's scary because I, I can even hear the cars now and I feel like we're all so distracted all the time because we're doing 12 things at once and we're rushing to appointments. We're rushing, you know, all of to work, to wherever it is, all of these things that we put on our plate. And it's it's sad, but it's it's also scary to me how much we we don't just slow down and take things off of our plate sometimes. And which makes me think about what happens inside of us because when I am relaxed and peaceful, you know, you have that, that feeling of just being calm inside. And when we're rushing, I think it adds a lot of stress and anxiety. And it makes me feel like, okay, you're living in that constant state of alarm. And I also think about how before just all of our technology and our busy schedules, did everyone live in this constant state of alarm? It's that fight, flight, or freeze, right? So couple hundred years ago or way back when, you know, for survival, we needed, we still need our fight, flight and freeze, you know, the state of alarm in our body. But say we were being chased by a pack of wolves. So the fight, flight or freeze instinct would ramp up, right? This adrenaline and this cortisol because you needed to do something. You, you needed to run, you needed to hide, climb a tree, whatever you needed to do, right? Get to safety. That's what this whole mechanism in our body is for something's wrong, do something about it, keep yourself safe, keep yourself alive, bottom line. And I feel 
we would, you know, you would run from the pack of wolves, you'd get to safety, the wolves would go away, and your body would regulate again. You'd go back to that homeostasis, that normal balance and peace and calm in your body. Well, when we are rushing through life, it's almost the reversal. Like we are chasing something. What are we chasing that has us in that constant state of alarm almost all day, every day, where we feel, I told you, I told you the show dog, Roxy would bark and there she is she's sweet and unfortunately i had to come inside because roxy decided to go crazy barking so but where i was was basically we are the ones that put ourselves in the fight flight or freeze state of alarm and we live that way almost all day every day because we are the ones chasing everything else out there and we have to rush and we have to get it now it's the instant gratification of our lives and we know we're worn out we know we're depleted we know we're burnt out everybody says so but we it's an addiction we just keep going after it and the thing is is if we don't slow down we never recover and our body just simply can't keep up with all of that and honestly I know when I live in that state I am way less productive I can't think straight I'm tired I'm irritable Ask my family, they will completely back that statement up. And I often find myself, especially in the springtime, I've said this for years and I do not want to live this way because we did get a break of this a few years, um, you know, throughout the pandemic. And I can remember saying the months of April and May to myself, just get through this day, get through this week, get through this month, because our schedule was so completely overloaded. I was leaving the driveway up to 16 times a day. Yes, I was obsessed with counting it. And I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live, just get through this, get through this. I can go do that. We can go run here, run there, attend this, you know, do that. And it's, it is a discipline. You have got to just put your limits there. And it's really hard and it's a practice. I'm not saying you're going to arrive at this. I've just decided I'm going to slow down and life's going to be peaceful. Nope. But I think we can all be way more aware and conscious and make some better choices. And I guess that's my challenge for you, especially being in the thick of spring. I know many parents feel this way. I was having this conversation two days ago, and I've been thinking about just doing a quick solo cast on this, and all the little bells and whistles and signs have been coming up, so here it is. So I hope, I'm going to go through the acronym one quick last time, I hope you have time to slow down and you sit, linger longer, observe, wait, be disciplined, own your time, wonder more and nourish your soul. I'm rooting for you. Be real, be raw, be authentic. Thank you so much for being here as we kick off this podcast together. I really appreciate you joining me on this journey because I'm well aware you could be doing or listening to anything right now. Hey, if you enjoy the Authentically Raw content, please support the show by following, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can also follow me on social media for daily inspiration. Head over to my website, jamiebarris.com, to sign up for weekly transformation tips. Or if you're interested in coaching, I currently have three openings for one-on-one coaching. If you're looking for an empowering community, we'd love for you to join us in the Transformation Tribe, our group coaching membership. 
More info available on my website under the Life Coaching and Membership tabs. One last thing, I'm rooting for you. Be real, be raw, be authentic.